everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are really excited today to be doing one of our end of the year uh, ranking episodes. And today we are talking about the best of Hallmark non-Christmas for 2021. <laughs> and it's going to be great. I am film critic Rachel Wagner and Carrie's here. Hey guys. And Caroline is here. Hey y'all. Yes. And you know, what's interesting is that I did have kind of a negative, a little bit of a cynical view on the year as far as the non-Christmas. But then when I went to actually make the list, I was like, oh, there it were a, a lot year. more. Yeah. There were more than I thought. Uh, and it was harder than I expected. I you, totally agree. I yeah. totally agree. Rachel, I feel like going back on these and doing our best of type of things, personal best of is really fun because it's like a walk down memory lane and, oh, I remembered that. Or I watched that one a couple of times, yeah. but I do have to say we're ranking best of Hallmark movies, non-Christmas movies, right? So yes, one of the best things that I watched on Hallmark Channel this year was Chesapeake Shore season five, and it didn't make it into my top 10 movie for today's podcast. But honestly, genuinely, that was, that was by far yeah. my favorite thing on Hallmark Channel this year. It was an interesting year. I actually haven't caught up on Chesapeake Shores yet, uh, but I, I, I will eventually, I promise. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I've heard that from a lot of people. And, uh, and yeah, it was an interesting year for Hallmark television. Of course, we got the end of Good Witch. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that was, I think, a pretty, pretty decent season. I had it ups and down. But, um, uh, but then they also, you know, of course, we had the, uh, the shocking season eight of One Calls the Heart. Oh, shocking. <laughs> And have, then, you re, have you yeah, recovered and, yet, Caroline? I think so. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I'm just ready to move on to yeah. season nine and see everyone happy. Yeah, yeah and me too. Love. Me too. And I'm excited about the new cast that I've seen for me too. One Calls the Heart. I think it's going to be a nice breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope so yeah. at least. And I'm not uh, sure what Hallmark's going to do with season six of Chesapeake Shores, but they yeah. should renew it they should have it it was it was so good so they was- they really should and the ratings i thought were pretty from what i recall the ratings were pretty solid so yeah they were yeah they were i so. was it was better than i expected like i went in mm-hmm. with low expectations <laughs> <laughs> because i have um season season four um chesapeake sore fatigue and so yeah. i went in season five i'm like uh but the new characters yeah. brought a fresh you know fresh new characters. Yeah. yeah 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 new Season producers new writers i mean it trace was, it was great. is gone i was kind of glad about yeah. season four took me to a dark place yeah. <laughs> let season five refresh you and wash over you and just just yeah. put you back to a good place yes <laughs> uh all right well let's dive in let's talk about our top 10 and again this was pretty tough actually for me mm-hmm. and uh but my number 10 is love for real and mm-hmm. i thought this one was pretty fun i mean i love hawaii i'm a huge that's one of my favorite places in the world so it was fun just there i like corbin blue he was good mm-hmm. as sort of the bachelor I liked the fact that it had sort of two romances going on mm-hmm. and, uh, and that you had these two, 
like it was more about the friendship of the two girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I liked interviewing Tiana Tully for the podcast. She was super sweet and fun. Mm-hmm. And I think Karen Melina White was kind of sassy and funny as the assistant. Yes. Um, <laughs> this was a lot better for Scott Michael Foster than his previous one, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so overall, I I just thought it was fun. Like most of the reality TV movies that they've done have been really bad and so the fact that this one uh was as watchable as it was and was pretty and mm-hmm. uh was says something and I did enjoy doing the podcast with Haley Strong it's always one of my favorites I love having her on she's super funny and and so we did the recap on it and uh and so all together it is my number 10 so that's great yeah so what about you Caroline um Honorable mention, my because I couldn't put it in the list, but Science Steel Delivered, I that's my num- honorable mention. But um, number ten is Roadhouse Romance. Like I was so surprised how good it was. Like it, I, I, Lauren Elena, like I thought she was cute and she had yeah. cute chemistry with Tyler, and Tyler's just Tyler, and it was just <laughs> wonderful. And um, Risk It to Get the Biscuit is I still use that in my. <laughs> regular life yeah that that one I watched the day I think I'd watched six movies at TIFF so like and Toronto International Film Festival so I'd watch all these like artsy heavy you know like movies all day and so even though I I I think that movie is maybe not the best movie in the world it was so refreshing yes (laughs) Oh, yay. That's Give great. me my Hallmark movie. <laughs> and and it, back. it aired on 9-11. So I think that kind of oh, like, yeah, I get all the sadness of the day. And yeah. then you got to watch a Hallmark movie and I, it helped. It's yeah. very comforting. It really mm-hmm. is. It is. Uh, well, good. Uh, Carrie, what is your number 10? Okay, so my number 10 is, and I too had a hard time with this um, top 10 because you start getting on 11 and 12 and 13 and you're like, ah, how can I cut those? But my top 10 starts with uh, Right in Front of Me. I Mm. really, really enjoyed that movie uh, Right in Front of Me with Janelle Parrish and uh, Marco Grazzini written by Julie Sherman Wolf. So, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like a strong script. And I kind of liked I kind of liked that they turned it on its head. You know, our Hallmark heroine, she wasn't invited to the wedding. You know, she wasn't a part of the the cool group. She was she kind of had these these flashbacks of college and stuff. She meets this new guy and he's he's her love interest but not yet you know obviously this right in front of me thing but um just to watch how all of it played out was so fun I thought it was really cute he was adorable this the Filipino influence he brought into his cooking and that culture was really awesome I just I thought that was such a cute movie with with a good premise so that was a good one I like that Mm -hmm. I guess for the record my 11 and 12 my 11 was chasing waterfalls I really did enjoy that. And yes. I thought it was one of the better movies that Cindy has, has done actually. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then my number 12 was finding love in mountain view, which I thought was actually pretty solid, you especially for an acquisition. Yeah. Um, so that ended up being my 11 and 12. Um, my number nine is mix up in the Mediterranean. 
And this one I thought was actually legitimately pretty funny. I mean, sign me up for Jeremy Jordan playing twins. I can handle that all day. (laughs) Um, And Jessica Loundis was was pretty fun. She's I thought it was a pretty good role. I think she's better when she's, you know, have a little bit of humor, a little bit of sass to her roles. Uh, And you get to see Malta. And mm-hmm. I thought the script, Julie, Julie Kim and Kareen Marwood, we had them on the podcast and they were super fun and I enjoyed that. Uh, so yeah, I thought this one was, was pretty solid rom-com. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Caroline? What's your number nine? Taking a shot at love. Mm. I, it was the first movie of the year and um, I just, I love seeing um, Luke McFarlane play hockey player and um I thought it was just really sweet like the dance and the hockey like how it you know works together mm-hmm. and um I thought they had pretty good chemistry but I rewatched it before I made the list and like I'm like I really like this movie so I had to put it on my list yeah and um because I, I make my list on how many times I rewatch movies and so yeah like if I really like it I'm rewatching it so it has to be my top 10 so yes so. most amazing house that house yeah Oh, so beautiful! In the, in the um, what was it? The um, Winterfest or whatnot? Like with the um, was it outside like the Winterfest? Yeah, in a- the Avon Winterfest. And, yeah, yeah. And, and Julie, who wrote this one, she actually they've like started Winterfest in Avon where she lives, oh. which is really cute. <laughs> I think I remember seeing that on. Yeah, 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 yeah. So fun. <laughs> Uh, I have that higher. I enjoyed it too. It was certainly way mm-hmm. better than this year's New Year's movie. Woo. Woo. Uh, yeah. We'll talk about um, that later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what? my number nine is uh, Sweet Pecan Summer. Actually, oh, okay. I yeah. I was surprised by that movie. And it was, so Wes Brown and then Christine Coe, which I think this is her first Hallmark. She's funny. She is a mm-hmm. comedic actress. She's really funny. I thought I thought this was a genuine rom-com like the cast of characters surrounding them was funny I liked this southern Asian family who has this pecan farm and I mean they had good banter I thought I thought it was a great comedy for um Hallmark actually so I loved it yeah and and you get to see uh um Cammie's sister-in-law yeah That's right, Cammy's sister-in-law. It was a supporting character. So that was fun to have her on the podcast. That was fun. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. it's it's kind of like your typical save the farm movie, mm-hmm. but it was like a fresh farm, like a different sort of farm, like a different yeah. sort of a, you know, reconnect with your ex-boyfriend. I just thought it was great. Yeah. And I have to give Wes Brown some credit. I feel like he's taken some roles that are sort of more supporting roles. Yeah. Um, you know, in every time a bell rings and then in that, you know, that I, I don't know, he, he seems like a pretty humble guy. I appreciate Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. In a baseball hat. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Baseball player. Who's cute. Mm -hmm. My number eight is the 27 hour day. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I mean, it's about a podcaster who's overworked and stressed out. I mean, I connected, uh, (laughs) but (laughs) <laughs> um, but I, I thought that it was one of Andrew's better movies in a long time. Uh, yeah. he, I really love him as a human, but sometimes his projects aren't, 
my favorite. Uh, but this I thought was pretty good and the chemistry. And I loved that whole scene when they have the bad wine. That was hilarious. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that was really funny. Um, and the pig, adorable. Little piglet. Yes. So cute. And yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was a pretty good story as far as uh, the stresses of, you know, all the different demands on us these days and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the whole 27 hour day. Uh, it's a bit of a, I guess it's a bit of a snooze title, but I, I thought, you know, an autumn is, was, was good. I thought they had good mm-hmm. chemistry. Um, so that's what I have at eight. What about you, Caroline? I also have a 27 hour day yeah. at eight. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I was surprised how much I liked it. Like I love Andrew and, but like you said, some of his recent movies haven't been my favorite, yeah. but um, I, I like this and I liked his chemistry with Autumn and yeah. um, mm-hmm. the wine scene still makes me laugh yeah, watching that. that. Was, so that was, that, that was so funny. And it was fun to have both of them on the show. They, they were, mm-hmm. that was a really fun interview. Uh, so oh, cool. Glad you have it at eight. Oh, what about you, Carrie? What do you have at eight? So I have as luck would have it as ah. luck would have it. I don't know why, but this movie just hit me at the right time. Like I, you know, you're kind of like in the, the winter doldrums here in the Midwest and to like, take me to Ireland. It was just gorgeous. It was beautiful. The costuming was gorgeous. The supporting cast was really fun. Not to mention the, um, leads, Joanna, well, let's see, Joanne Garcia Swisher and Alan Leach. I mean, just this pairing, I thought they had great chemistry. So I loved it. I was really here for the Ireland, the whole destination movie thing. I was I was here for it. So they had a really sweet romantic dance scene in a pub. And I'm like, I'm going to go dance in a pub. Like that's, <laughs> I, that's what I want to do. <laughs> go to Ireland. <laughs> in Ireland. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. This one for me was was kind of boring but i'm glad that you made your list everybody's lists are different <laughs> great. it did it made my it was my number eight as luck would have it you should rewatch. you should maybe re-watch. maybe i should, maybe I should. Maybe. <laughs> um all right well my my number seven is advice to love by this was kind of a one from from fall harvest that sort of slid under the radar it's not mm-hmm. fall at all so uh, whatever but but uh, I thought it was a, a really cute script about, uh, you know, they're both these love experts are both these, uh, they're both these authors, but they are kind of, they're dating each other, but then, uh, and uh, she is, you know, kind of testing her own advice at the same time with this relationship. And I thought that Brooks are now, I remember I tweeted out, I was like, what did he take hot pills before making this movie? <laughs> this, he was so dreamy in this film. Yes. I really enjoyed it. Um, and yeah. I just thought it was, I thought it was cute and I thought they had good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, so it ended up at number seven for me. We'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode. And that is the Hallmarkies Patreon. Do you love Hallmarkies podcast? Do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast? Do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks? Now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. 
You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's great. What about you, Caroline? I have playing Cupid at number seven. I, I love this movie. It was so cute. Like the daughter trying to set up the dad. Like, and it was a modern day Emma. Mm-hmm. So I thought I liked that. And um, Nina Wyman is just one of my favorite writers. So yeah. I have both Julie and Nina on my list. So they, yeah. they still reign supreme in writer land and homework. And I thought they had really good chemistry. Is it Laura? How do you say your last name? Vanderhoot? Vanderhoot. Yeah. Yeah. I, li- I liked her a lot. And I'm glad Vanderbord. she's. Vander Yeah. Right. I like that she's in, been in multiple movies now. So mm-hmm. I hope she continues to be. And Nicholas, he wasn't too bad on the eyes. So I I like that. Yeah, it's one of my favorites as well. It'll be coming up on my list. <laughs> uh, Carrie, what about you? For number seven, I have Love for Real. So uh, yeah. Love for Real, I, I ranked it a little higher than you did, Rage, but I thought it was so fun, especially if you are a past or present reality TV lover. I used to watch The Bachelor pretty regularly in, in college. And um, so I thought it was a great parody. So funny how they did that and behind the scenes. A couple of the love stories, you know, kind of thrown in there, plus a good supporting cast and Hawaii, like you said. I mean, I, I loved it. I thought it was fun and fresh and kind of different for Hallmark. And um, I like Chloe Bridges. I want to see her in more. Um, She was good. She was good. She was funny. I'd love to see her in another Hallmark movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, yeah, uh, she was, she was really fun. She was sassy. I I appreciated that. Yeah. Um, All right. Well, my number six is probably going to surprise some people, but it is Science Sealed Delivered. Uh, the vows we have made. I I really enjoyed it overall. Don't freak out, postables. But um, the uh, the Shane and uh, Oliver wedding was great. I enjoyed all of that. Mm-hmm. The Rita. The reason why it's number six. The Rita and Norman part I found less satisfying. I mean, the idea that they are basically going to like adopt the co-parent like adopt this woman and co-parent her child with her when they've only known her for like two weeks and (laughs) i i just felt like risky yeah i just didn't buy it or i didn't think it was a very good plot for them Mm -hmm. uh but um but other than that i thoroughly enjoyed it and i'm always glad to have science sale delivered back uh and uh it ended up at number six so great yeah so caroline what about you i have mystery 101 deadly history at number ah, six. even with the ending that's why it's not higher <laughs> because <laughs> because that ending like i like drama like but like lore like they are they're a couple and they are very cutesy together yeah. and then that ending i was like What's i need I, I need more like i need <laughs> like i'm like 
I keep looking on it like on Instagram to see if they're like flying mm-hmm. to Van like checking all the press site the production sites like for um in Canada I'm like I need it but um we yeah. need resolution to that cliffhanger I mean that was so crazy because I love that movie I thought it was so good but it didn't make my top 10 but I was like because I was kind of mad at it too it yeah bad mad that That's- they did that to us and I felt bad because like it was maybe I forget how long after the wind calls a heart ending that it happens. Oh. And so like the, the backlash of wind calls a heart ending and then mystery 101 That's ending. That's true. It was, it was like, an intense time. <laughs> I think, I think it was maybe that's why people had a tougher reaction to it is because like, uh, the, the season eight ending of wind calls a heart then this. I'm like, plus yeah, the hearts. They that's true. Yeah. That's a good question. Like, would it have gotten, I think it would have gotten a reaction like it did, even if it wasn't in parallel to the Wind Calls the Heart ending, because mm-hmm. that is such a beloved series. And that couple is so beloved too, Travis and Amy. Like, what the heck? What? What, what is that? Like, what? That was so bizarre. <laughs> That's why oh. it's number six. It would have been higher if it wasn't that ending. <laughs> I love it. I love yeah. that it's on your list because it just, it does like evoke so many deep emotions. If it and had been, if it hadn't had that ending, it would be like really high in your list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my yes. gosh. Wow. Because they were just so cute. They're so mm-hmm. cute together. So I need them to work it out. Yeah. So. <laughs> They're going to work it out. It's going to be okay. I trust. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I trust. All right, Carrie, what's your number six? So, my number six is Raise a Glass to Love. Raise a Glass to Love was the Fall Harvest movie and it was, it surprised me. It really surprised me. I think I went in going, thinking that it would just be kind of a normal Hallmark movie that I just enjoyed. But they made me so invested in each char- each character's development. And then together they had such good chemistry that I think by the end, when they had their Hallmark happily ever after, I had tears in my eyes. I was like, <laughs> why am I crying over this? But they really made me love them. And I was invested in their stories. I love that the wine aspect and the sommelier aspect that she was really working hard to, you know, pursue her dreams and stuff and challenged him. And I don't know. I just thought it was really a beautiful movie. Well, it's good that you have it at six because I have it at five. (laughs) It's a class to love. (laughs) (laughs) yeah and I mean most of the wine movies are super snore so I I was not very excited about this movie going into it uh oh no plus the absolutely atrocious poster oh my gosh (laughs) with the tiny people can we talk about that for just a second the tiny people posters like what is happening Tiny people posters are my like <laughs> posters I love to hate yeah. because they are so weird and so random. And this, these two were like standing on a big old wine glass or wine, yeah. wine bottle. The, yeah, on a wine bottle that's pouring out. And if you're out there, poster designer for Hallmark, please come on the podcast. We want to talk yes. to you. You're my please favorite person. Please come on the podcast. Yeah. I want to interview you too. Yeah, yeah. it would be so We need amazing. it. Yes. What is that? <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah. So the thing I think is impressive about this movie is that you have a full character arc for Lars' character. Like she goes yeah. from being really insecure 
to like basically doing what everybody kind of tells her to do to being the strong, confident person who, you know, quits the job, dumps the, the, the boyfriend. And, and I don't know, I just thought that it was one of the stronger character arcs that we've seen in a while. And so I didn't mind like all of the wine drinking scenes because <laughs> they, they had like conversation and they were relatively yeah. minimal. And I thought that Juan Pablo de Pace, he was very dreamy and really yeah. good. And hot pills. he took hot pills too. Yeah. He took hot pills he did. too. <laughs> and he, they had, you know, good chemistry and yeah. I thought it was beautifully made. The vineyards were, were, were pretty. And I, I, I just was thoroughly surprised by it how much I enjoyed it and I we had director David Weaver on and he was great um and uh, so this was a a a big surprise for me yeah 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 all right Caroline what's your number five raising a class to love ah yes yes (laughs) so good yeah yeah I, I I went in with lower expectations because it is a wine movie. Yeah. And usually like usually the wine movies aren't my favorite, but I really like this movie. And Laura is just like has a like a presence on camera. Like you just have to like her just because she just seems so sweet. And um I like that she had her character arc as well as the romance, like you said. Yeah, yeah. it was a really good one. Solid. All right. Solid uh so what's your number five carrie my number five is hannah swenson mystery sweet revenge i Mm. love this revival of the uh, murder she baked but now it's you know hannah swenson um i thought the characters were their same wonderful you know they picked right back up where they left off um some years ago um the characters were awesome the romance was right there the mystery was good um i just was really excited to have this back and um, have it just as strong as ever. So that, that was my number five. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't seen that. I didn't want to watch it because I haven't seen any of the others. And, um, but I, you know, I heard good things from all the fans. So good. Rachel, one day you need uh, just a murder. (laughs) She baked binge and then, you know, watch sweet revenge right afterwards. Yeah. I I need to, I really do. It it has a love triangle in it though. So if, (laughs) <laughs> how do you feel about love triangles <laughs> but it's a good one yeah 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 it's a good one uh all right well my uh my number four is also a mystery and it is or a tea garden honeymoon honey murder mm-hmm. i gave this a very high score on the podcast because i thought it was very well done i thought they had actual tension when like they're being like shot at at the house like I don't know. And and I thought that Candace did a pretty good job of like feeling actually scared. You know, there's like real tension. And, uh, and then also I thought the whole scene with, uh, with Miranda Frigone's character, I forget her name, uh, where she talks about how uh, she finally loses it on Aurora. And she Mm -hmm. says that you like solving puzzles. I have, to actually solve the case and mm-hmm. gives that whole speech. And I'm like, how many of us have been thinking that for like, <laughs> you know, all the years yeah. we've been watching these mysteries, you know, yes. that, that like, it was so refreshing to have a, a police officer actually like, or detective 
actually just say that because we've all been thinking it that like these people would be so annoying like go away and uh I think it was very satisfying well they brought an authenticity to garden's story I think that it's all been a little fantasy since yeah yeah and I liked um uh I liked Mary Lou uh Henner's role in that one as well where she gets kind of involved and, yeah. um, you know, now Mater's always, that was great. So sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So this one, I, I thought it was the best or a tea garden I've ever seen. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah, hot take. Yeah. <laughs> you heard it here, folks. <laughs> Unless they're, it's, they're married. And so like, there was like a little bit more affection. This is our honeymoon, yeah. which is nice. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed it. That's fun. Caroline, what's your number four? Aurora Tea Garden, but till death do us part. Okay. Yeah. I, I like this because because she, she's actually has a reason to be like involved with this um mystery, murder mystery, because her dad it was a suspect. Mm-hmm. So like she it was it wasn't like she was like help getting involved where she shouldn't be. Like she yeah. It was her dad. And I like that they got married. I thought it was very sweet. Now as a groom just makes my heart happy, apparently. And um <laughs> I thought it I just liked it. And um seeing Mary Lou Henner like as the mother of the bride, it was it was cute too. So I just I just love that mystery series. Like yeah. just the whole the whole cast has good chemistry, not just Candace and now, but how do you all feel? Do. How do you feel about the um prequel coming up? I'm excited about I I can't I because I think um Candace's daughter is playing yeah. her and I saw in what in um in um what's her what's the um Lexa's um Insta story that her daughter was working on it too so maybe her daughter is also playing like Sally you oh. know oh yeah so I knew I, that I, um that Natasha was playing mm-hmm. uh Aurora um yeah it's gonna be interesting to see if it pulls off uh, you Mm -hmm. know if it's kind of a gimmick what do you think about that Carrie well I do I made the mistake of starting to going back to the 90s books and actually starting to read the Aurora Tea Garden series because they're so different and Mm -hmm. so this Sally in the movies I like her a lot better than the Sally in the um, movie in the books she is like 20 years older than Aurora Tea Garden and the way they meet is really just just different and kind of interesting but not as satisfying. So I'm hopeful that this movie, it's obviously going to be a total fabrication, like totally different than the book. So I'm, I'm curious as to what it will be. And now and them are in the movie too. So it must be just flashbacks. I'm guessing flashbacks. Yeah. Because, because in a picture now have like a beard, like (laughs) I'm like, Whoa, like for, it's going to be shocking. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So Carrie, what's your number four? My number four is Plain Cupid. So I just, I loved this movie. I actually thought it was the perfect love ever after like movie in that Valentine season that they did last year. Um, Cause it was, it was family oriented. This little girl tries to get her, her dad, you know, dating her teacher. And it just had these just wonderful elements to it. Nina Weinman, of course, is a great script writer. And so they're, their banter it's it's like enemies to lovers type of thing but I was kind of satisfied because the lovers part happens sooner rather than later and they Mm -hmm. really start to show interest in each other and try to wonder like 
can we actually be together? And they had some really just great chemistry. I thought he is dreamy, dreamy, dreamy. And she just held this role. I mean, I don't know. She just, she just did so well in this role. So I loved it. I thought it was great. Total rewatch for me. Yeah, it was really good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. My number three is taking a shot at love. And there were just so many cozy scenes in this Mm -hmm. movie. I love when they're, uh, they're, um, uh, it's, it's, uh, snow. They have their snow night with their, Mm -hmm. with their friends. I really liked the friends. They were really good. Um, and, uh, it was just cute. The whole thing of Mm -hmm. her teaching him how to do ballet and, um, that was, it was cute. And I really enjoyed the podcast, the recap we did with that, with Lila, it was, was a lot of fun and, uh, yeah, it's got, you know, got a good script and amazing house and yes. <laughs> well, I just enjoyed it. So it was my number three. That's fun. Yeah. What about you, Caroline? Right in front of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was excited. I, I was excited. I was surprised how much I enjoyed the movie. Like, um, cause I, I went in thinking there were going to be friends from like growing up and, um, but I like that they just met each other and they had that instant um, chemistry. Yes. And I love the culture. Like they brought in a culture. And um, I just think Janelle is so cute in Hallmark movies. Like I watched her on Pretty Little Liars and um, her character on Pretty Little Liars is completely different than her Hallmark movies. So mm-hmm. I like seeing her in um, Hallmark movies and I just really enjoyed it. And um, I hope they, I hope she continues to do them because I think she's really cute in them. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. What about you, Carrie? What's your number three? My number three is taking a shot at love. So <laughs> I honestly, I thought this was the perfect transitional movie from countdown to Christmas to Winterfest or to this, these new, um, just the, a new year. I even think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think her awesome cute house was still kind of decorated for Christmas even. Like it had these white trees yeah. and you know it was really wintry but it was like oh man it wasn't so abrupt like oh we're out mm-hmm. of Christmas now you know it was cozy they had cocoa they had a fire there was snow I I thought it was the perfect transition movie and then on top of that Julie Sherman Wolf's script was so good it was funny I remember thinking has Luke McFarlane always been this funny like he was funny the way Mm -hmm. he played his role the way he got into the dancing the ballet and the rehab he had to do like he was funny in this movie so I I thoroughly enjoyed Alexa Penavega she's beautiful she just this I don't know she had a great kind of presence about her and so it was really was a good like recovery movie from Christmas yeah yeah it was it was squeezed me into the new year so that it was a great (laughs) and like you said it was the first movie of 2021 the very first one and it stayed at the top stayed 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 i mean it really held up the whole year it was great yeah have you got a hallmarky hardy postable or sleuther in your life are you looking for the perfect gift for your loved one look no further than the hallmarky's podcast merch store we have designs from artists like jessica miller and carrie at hallmark comics 
we at the store you can declare your team like hashtag team lucas or hashtag team nathan and you can also have your hashtag shirts with hashtag postables hashtag hardies hashtag goodies we've got the love me like series where you can get designs such as love me like nick loves aurora and there's also great stories beyond Hallmark like Anne and Gilbert from Anna Green Gables or even Han and Leia from Star Wars. And it's not just shirts, but notebooks, mugs, pillows, and cell phone cases. Your support of the merch store helps keep the podcast going, and we are so appreciative. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or follow the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. Over on my other channel, I have a series called Family Movie Night, where I, every Monday, I review family-appropriate films, and I have I only did two Hallmark movies from this year over on Family Movie Night, so that's my top two. Those are the two I liked the most. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so I'll put a link if people want to watch those reviews, but <clears throat> my number two is Plain Cupid, and the only thing that I have to ignore is it is not a modern day Emma. It is not like Emma at all. Just because you have somebody matchmaking does not make it like Emma. It's not Emma. But nevertheless, it was still really cute. And I, I thought that uh, it had some real swoonworthy scenes. And I liked the whole scene where they're singing. Ain't no mountain high enough. That was great. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked, you know, both the leads, the little girl was cute. Um, her whole little kind of romance was cute and how that was handled. And, uh, I, I thought it had some humor in it. It was a good script. Uh, so it ended up at my number two. Yeah. 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 And please stop with Jane Austen Hallmark. I hate it so much. (laughs) It makes me so upset. Loose, these loose adaptations <laughs> crack me up because I'm like, it's so loose. <laughs> you can't even call it an adaptation anymore. Yeah. But that that one was so good. It made all of our top 10. I love it. Yeah, yeah. All right, Caroline, what's your number two? My pen pals. I love this movie so much. I it makes me happy watching it. Just I was surprised like how good it was. So mm-hmm. That that guy, what's his name? Uh, the lead guy, Josh Sassy. Yeah, yeah. I need him in all the oh, movies. He was like, so good. Hello, sir. Yeah, <laughs> it was so good. Like, and the the only thing I didn't like was the wishy washy um, bride. Oh yeah, you didn't like her. Yeah, I didn't like her. But the romance with the the lead romance, I really liked. So. Yeah yeah very good uh all right uh what's your number two carrie my number two is it was always you Mm. i can't even tell you this movie got so much hype before and after but watching it in real time was such a satisfying experience i was like this movie is so good this movie is so good is this really this good how can it be this good and every scene every conversation every every line in the script i'm like 
that's exactly what I wanted to happen next. Like that's exactly what I wanted, where I wanted it to go. But it was so satisfying. Obviously their chemistry, Tyler Hines and Aaron Kraka was, it was very good to the point where you're like, are they dating in real life? <laughs> like, wait a minute. But that was very good. It was funny. The supporting cast was funny. Grandma, sister, brother, you know, I, I loved that. I, I don't love a movie where someone's engaged and they kind of like give their heart away to somebody else. Like, but this movie kind of didn't bother me too much because they both actually had history together where he had liked her for so long. And it was just, that was just incredibly romantic. So I love this movie. I, love, mm -hmm. I, love I have it. a feeling we're going to be seeing that again soon on another person's list coming up. <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, it really held up. It, really it was solid. Up. It was solid. Not one of my favorites, but it was solid. Um, all right. Well, my number one is her pen pal. And I really loved this movie. Mm -hmm. I feel like it was kind of maybe a perfect Hallmark movie. Mm -hmm. I, they had such great chemistry. I mean, you got Paris is great. Um, I, I actually kind of liked her friends and that whole plot. I thought that was, was good. Um, the, uh, the, there's just so many great scenes. Uh, I loved you know, the ending when they're dancing is great. They didn't overdo it. The like, how could you lie to me kind of thing, which I hate. Um, that was kept pretty minimal. And <clears throat> um, I don't know. I just, I thought Joao Boken did an incredible job with that script. And uh, it was uh, one of my favorite. I mean, I gave it a perfect score, a five. <laughs> yeah. And I only did that one other time this season. And that was for Kiss Before Christmas. And so that's those were right. my two favorite for the whole year. So, oh, that's right. I love it. Yeah. I thought they were very well done. Yeah. And uh, it was very good. Yeah. 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 All right, Caroline, what is your number one? <laughs> it was always you. <laughs> it was just so sweet. And like, I kind of like the, like sometimes the fiance, like, and they, you know, basically cheat. But um, I like that it was a year after for the ending. It made me feel better, like, because yeah. they had time apart and they still liked each other after, you know, so I'm like, but the chemistry, like you said, people were like, are they dating in real life? I'm like, oh, I don't think they are. <laughs> I feel like people but, always think that about Tyler's yeah. movies. Like, he just mm -hmm. has, I mean, we joke that the next movie, we're just going to take someone off the street and be like, you're in a Tyler Hines movie and he have chemistry with that person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But, but she the, the hype too yeah Aaron. yeah yeah the, the hype i was worried i'm like please let the hype be worth it like please let the hype be worth it and it worked for for me so yeah. me too well and kathy cloves i think is her name the uh the writer and she really i mean had an incredible year for hallmark i mean uh that she did the christmas promise which was mm -hmm. great and had my favorite moment of the whole year with the yep is it a question mark or an exclamation mm -hmm. point that right. was such good writing um that so, was my favorite on the yeah. mystery movies like yeah under under tyler hines's unexpected christmas yeah so. she was she rocked it this year mm -hmm. great job Kathy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, so all right carrie yeah. what's your number one okay so my number one out of the whole year of 2021 was her pen pal 
her oh. pen pal. Her pen pal was so good. And I don't know what I can add that you guys haven't said except Paris. Hello. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful destination movie. His accent was amazing. I was, this was my first exposure to Joshua. And I didn't know he wasn't French. His accent was so perfect. He's mm -hmm. English. But this this movie sent me on a deep dive to see like, what else has he been in? What else has Mallory Jensen been in? And my daughter and I totally binged Galavan. Oh, you did. It's so good, right? <laughs> it's so racy, but it's so good. And they sing and they dance and it's hilarious. So, I mean, this this movie was tender. It was genuine. I thought it was so genuine, their love story. And of course, I love a fake dating trope. I love that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that's yeah. one of my favorites. But this this was almost these top two for me were like the perfect Hallmark movies. Her, her me, yeah, those two. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it was really, really good. Uh, all right. Well, let's go over our top tens. My number 10, I have love for real. Number nine, mix up in the Mediterranean. Number eight, the 27 hour day. Number seven, advice to love by. Number six, sign seal delivered. Uh, and the vows we have made. Number six, sign seal delivered the vows we have made. Number five, raise a glass to love. Number four, Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries, Honeymoon, Honey Murder. Number three, taking a shot at love. Number two, playing Cupid. Number one, her pen pal. 10, Roadhouse Romance. Nine, taking a shot at love. Eight, the 27 hour day. Seven, playing Cupid. Six, mystery one, daily history. Five, raise a glass to love. Four, Aurora Tea Garden till death do us part. Three, right in front of me. Two, my pen pal. And one, it was always you. Very good. And Carrie? Okay, top 10 for me this year. 10, right in front of me. Nine, sweet pecan summer. Eight, as luck would have it. Seven, love for real. Six, raise a glass to love. Five, Hannah Swenson mystery, sweet revenge. Four, plain Cupid. Three, taking a shot at love. Two, it was always you. And number one, her pen pal. Very good. All right. Well, if you're listening, let us know your top 10 that when you think of our lists, we love hearing from all of you. <clears throat> we love hearing from all of you. So please let us know. And Carrie, where can people find you? Yeah. Come over to Instagram and find me at Hallmark comics. That's Hallmark underscore comics. I'd love to have you follow me and interact with me there. Great. And Caroline, where can people find you? You can find me at Twitter at me to Caroline R. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. And also make sure you're following the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews, five stars. It really helps us out a lot. And if you are watching on YouTube, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that so much. We also have our patron group and merch store. All the information for that is in the description. Please take a look. We'd really appreciate it. And uh, thanks so much, ladies. It's been really fun. And uh, we'll talk to y'all later. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>